0: Hey, I'm Amber, and I'm Becca, and this is Forward Farming.
1: Hey guys, welcome
0: back to Forward Farming.
1: We have a really exciting episode for you guys tonight. Becca and I have just been giggling and sharing these stories (laughs) back and forth. We had asked you guys to send us your farm confessions, um, just kind of embarrassing, funny stories that you felt like sharing with us. And you guys, you guys brought it. We are excited. <laughs> delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys delivered. I couldn't think of the word. Woo!
0: <laughs> we, we thought we had. You know, funny stories, but we can't compete with these.
1: Yeah. After reading some of these stories, we realized that we don't have anything fun to share. And we're just going (laughs) to tell all of your stories, save ourselves the trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. Well, before we get into that, uh, do we want to do some highs and lows? Yes. Let's start with some lows. How was your week? It was good overall. Um, I think my low was. I had to make two of my cows, cull cows. Well, one cow and one heifer. Um, one was a heifer. She's 23 months old already. She's only been bred twice, but she's just big and fat. And uh, we like to have cows Kevin, in for the first time around two years of age. Um, so she's almost two years and she's not even pregnant yet. So by the time she would Kevin, in, she'd probably be almost three. Um, so I, just kind of had to make the hard decision that she'd be a cold cow. So I'm not sure if we will um, bring her home and butcher her to feed our family or take her to the sale barn. But right now she's just hanging out with the rest of the cows. And then the other one was uh, really hard for me to do. It's Sassy, my favorite cow ever. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I'm really, yeah. I like She should have been a cold cow last year and I didn't. And then this year I was like, okay. I need to. Um, but she, uh, so I think two years ago now she got toxic mastitis and, um, she lived obviously, but she lost both back quarters for the rest of that lactation. Uh, she was pregnant at the time. So we kept her and she came in again and she was milking out of all four quarters. They were a little bit lighter in the back, but she came in again now. And uh, her udder's just, I don't, it can't handle another capping because every time they calve, it gets a little bit bigger and lower and stuff. So, um, that one's tough. I told Joey, I was going to bring her home and put her in our pasture in the spring. Um, I don't know if you thought I was joking, but I wasn't. So <laughs> if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that that's my favorite cow in the world. So hopefully she gives us a good lactation at least, but she just won't be getting rebred.
1: Yeah. That's a bummer, I'm sorry to hear that. It is, and I like, it's still, it
0: sucks, but at the same time, I've been doing this for enough years that I, I know when you have to make a business decision and not one with your heart, you know? Yeah. It's tough, but it it's the reality of the industry that we're in, so.
1: What about uh, you? <laughs> Milo for the week. <laughs> I I hit the slap happy stage of harvest. <laughs> it's a dangerous place to be in because I was trying to explain this to Dan how my mind is functioning today. So I went from like my normal uh, 28-year-old brain to like an eight-year-old brain. So trying to think of things, it's honestly like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Like I'll just be thinking of something and then all of a sudden it's just like blah, blah, blah. and i And like, I just don't know. (laughs) I just lose all train of thought. And like, I go off and I just think about like a commercial from 20 years ago, or I'll think of like Rugrats quotes or just stupid things that normally (laughs) I wouldn't be thinking about. So I'm like at that point where I'm like, I'm on the verge of tears every day, just from laughing. Like it's a fine line between crying and laughing and like, it's just, you you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we have probably another week and a half at least of harvest, but
0: um, has it been going pretty good overall or?
1: Yeah. uh, Overall it's been going pretty well. We had our first big breakdown yesterday, which was exciting. Our berry pump broke and we don't have a backup. Oh, oh.
0: (laughs) is there like a lot of people that work on that kind of stuff or do you have to fix it yourself
1: we there's one manufacturer in our area that made it for us so we just kind of called him and explained what was happening like it acted like it wasn't getting any fuel so it would run for a while and then like the muffler would just start shaking really hard and it just start spitting black smoke and it would just it would like choke itself out um, so we called them and we're like, this has been doing this, like just randomly, it'll run fine for a while. And then just randomly it will do this. And he told us like, well, it doesn't happen often, but try checking this filter. And sure enough, it was all gunked up. So we fixed that. No problem. And then one of our semi trucks that we used to haul trailers had a big leak in its antifreeze hose or something, and it wouldn't run. And we thought we fixed it and we just didn't. (laughs) So we had (laughs) antifreeze up the wazoo. Um, But other than that, things have been going okay. Monday was kind of rough. Monday was awful. It rained so hard. It was like raining sideways. The wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. It hailed for a little bit. It was just torrential downpour for, for like as soon as we started working at eight o'clock until probably 11, 11 I was outside for maybe 10 minutes and my pants were just soaking wet.
0: Oh, is that the day you got to take your pants off?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I told Becca <laughs> I, I couldn't go home to change my jeans. This
0: could and- be your embarrassing
1: story. Oh, yeah. Here's my farm confession. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this, but since you brought it up, um, I didn't have a backup pair (laughs) of pants at our shop and I don't live that far away, but we're in such a hurry that I couldn't go home and change, but I did have a pair of snow pants at the shop and I had to like scurry into the bathroom, take my jeans off, throw them in the dryer and just put my snow pants on and that was it. I mean, Please, I had ta- my top half was hot. dressed. Yeah. <laughs> like it was still cold enough where like I was, I was comfortable in them. <laughs> uh, but the best part is they were my mom's snow pants <laughs> that she had lived down here for when she used to work up at the Berry pump. So I told her when I saw her at our break, I was like, mom, I don't think you want these pants back. And she's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, well, you see. <laughs> i take my pants off. And she's like, you did what? You <laughs> don't need them anymore. It's fine. <laughs> um, so if you ever thought about wearing <laughs> hip boots without pants, I strongly discourage it. It's very uncomfortable. And <laughs>
0: it rubs in all the wrong places. It rubs
1: in a lot of uncomfortable places, especially <laughs> if your knees sweat. So... <laughs> it's a lot of anyway. Um mm. that's that's my confession and my low all at once. So let's change gears and go into our highs. <laughs> oh man, how do you come off of that? <laughs> oh.
0: What is my high? I don't know why I didn't think about this. It wasn't a bad week overall. It was a good week. I just nothing sticks out you know yeah I um I guess I got cool mom points today because I Sophia has been asking for Play-Doh they must play with it at school and I was gonna order some but then she like threw a fit because she didn't want to order it she wanted to get it right that second so whatever I was at Target today to pick up a few things and I'm like I'll get her Play-Doh And I had it sitting out for when she got home from daycare and she was so excited and she's been playing with it all afternoon. Cute.
1: Did you get her like a set or just-
0: Yeah, it's like six colors and then there's some like cookie cutters and uh, a little knife and I don't know, the thing where you like smush it and then it comes out as like spaghetti. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, pretty cool. She enjoys it. So we'll see how long it lasts before it's like in my carpet.
1: Is she the type of kid that mixes all the colors together? Or Is she OCD and keeps them separate?
0: Oh gosh, yeah, they're no,
1: no, nope, they're mixed up already. They
0: look really cool though. It's like tie dye.
1: Nice. Um, well, I mean, good. she has
0: good imagination.
1: <laughs> um, my high. Um, I I'm excited for next week's episode too. I ordered some stuff for that yesterday off the Amazon Prime Day. And um, so next week, you're going to want to tune in. We're having our Halloween episode, our spooky episode. We're going to try something different. We're going to try and do a live podcast. So do an Instagram live with you guys. If you want to tune in on Instagram, we'll probably go live on next Thursday, our normal recording night,
0: around 7. Curious what you, what you
1: bought. I hope it turns out. Okay. I was like, oh, that could be fun, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. It seemed kind of sketchy too. You'll have to tune Stop in to see.
0: <laughs> I'm excited. Am I supposed to like dress up for this?
1: Uh, well, that's what I was thinking. I don't have anything to dress up with. So no. Hmm. Maybe I'll wear Sophia's costume. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a good idea, but you'll have to tune in next week to find out. So we're going to have some spooky farm stories and it's going to be fun. So bring your popcorn. Join us next week. I think it's going to be fun. I hope. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) what are your goals? What you got? Uh, yeah. Brain fart. Yeah. My goal is to go to
0: sleep earlier. I, uh, I don't know. I could like go to bed at like nine and it was okay. But now I've been getting up a little bit earlier. What time do you have to get get up a little bit earlier? Um, if I milk, I have to get up at 2.30 and then if I feed calves, I've been trying to get up at like 3.30 um, just so I can get out to the farm early enough because like on days that Sophia has school and Joey works, I have to get home by, I have to leave work by 10 so then I try to get out there earlier so that I can get all the chores done, but do you I'm take, just not going to bed early enough for that. Do you take naps during the day?
1: Or no, do you just, pow- not you just power idea.
0: through? Yeah. I, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my long days at work, or Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because the kids are in daycare. Because then, like, Monday and Wednesday, I have to be home, so I don't get much done besides feeding calves. Sometimes Monday and Wednesday I can get a nap if both kids decide to nap, but Sophia doesn't like to nap all the time.
1: I can't imagine you are, your are a trooper. Um, my goal is to, um, I don't, I don't know, dude.
0: <laughs> Just keep same goals last week. Your goal is to find a new goal.
1: My goal is going to be to find a new goal until I come up with a new goal.
0: That's a good goal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get into some stories, oh, shall we? We
0: should. All right. This first one is probably the favorite, my favorite one that we got because, well, I'll read it and then you guys will know why. <laughs> so it says, "I was a wild child, and in my very early stages of life, I liked to roam the farm with no clothes." And if I could sneak a wine cooler, I'd have one of those in my hand. By the early stages of life, I mean around two to three years of my age. We had someone coming to look at jerseys that my mom and dad had for sale. Their pickup was there, but mom and dad couldn't find them. Turns out I was with them at the top of the hill by the freestyle barn, showing them the cows bare ass naked. I don't remember this at all, but apparently I knew exactly which cows were for sale, what their pedigree was, and all that good jazz. Another time, I apparently greeted the pastor butt naked with a Smirnoff in my hand and asked him if he would like one.
1: <laughs> if this is not my daughter, I don't know what is. <laughs> also, that's very impressive at the age of two or three to know all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, know
0: all the cows. <laughs> oh my gosh, I laughed so hard when yeah. I read that the first time.
1: Yeah, you sent that one to me and I was like, yep. I don't, I didn't want to say that to you because I don't want to offend you, but I was like, that sounds like Sophia. Did she write this?
0: Always <laughs> oh, <he's> naked.
1: <laughs> yep. You're going to have to start locking up your twisted tea. Cause she's going to start grabbing that pretty soon.
0: Well, they already do. Like when I go down the barn, we just got some beer in the fridge and they like to take it out and they just like carry it around and
1: do cheers to each other. <laughs> That's adorable.
0: they can't open it at least. So we have that going for us. (laughs) Gosh.
1: (laughs) Um, okay. I have one. Um, let's see. She says, so I didn't do anything too big or crazy, but I know it's been mentioned a few times in the podcast about how women are built differently than men. So sometimes this creates struggles for us that could be solved if we had just a little more muscle or built a little bit broader. Well, in one case, we had a Houdini calf in the bottle calf barn, and this sucker saw an open door behind me and took off at high speed for it. Well, my boyfriend shouted, and I turned and tried to wave my arms with half full bottles in each hand to make myself look bigger to scare him, and he just plows me over. Knocks me flat on my butt, and he is gone. Chased him for a good half hour in the dark to get him back. Also happened once when sheep shearing was happening, and I went to grab the next ew and under mess, underestimated our weight ratios and ended up getting drug around the barn by a darn sheep. <laughs> Finally got her wrestled to the ground. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's that thing when little kids ride sheep at like the county fairs? Uh, mutton busting?
0: Bus, buster, bus mutton busting, yeah.
1: Can you please do that with Sophia? I feel like she would just dominate. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: gosh yeah
0: I don't think she's (laughs) old enough yet but in a couple years
1: for sure give her a little helmet and shoulder pain
0: (laughs) um Uh, do you follow five mary's farm on instagram yeah (laughs) yeah Tessa does it she is just a little spitfire (laughs) oh yeah Sophia will be doing that so cute it doesn't surprise me about the calves though. When they get out, they, they're gone. They know that they're out.
1: Does that happen a lot? Like, what do they do? Do they know to go somewhere else? Do they just run away from you?
0: They, when they jump out by us, they have to, like jump over their panels and they don't normally go far, but like the first five minutes that they're out, they're just so excited that like they're running around. And so they just run until they get tired, but they usually stay around the other calves just cause they know like that's home. We have had a couple, we had one bull calf once that we couldn't find him anywhere. And he had gone across the street into the neighbor's farm. Like he was gone <laughs> and then we oh. had to bring him back. But most of the
1: time they just stay. How do you, like, what do you do to catch them, corral them, rope them? Um,
0: so, you know, like, uh, it's another rodeo event where they, like, jump off the horse onto the calf. You jump on it? Well, <laughs> there's no horse involved, but if you can get close enough to it, you put your arm around its neck and you kind of just plop down on him. Oh, okay. Um, otherwise, um, if you can grab a back leg, that one's a little bit more dangerous because they can, like, kick at you, but... That's what I usually do, rather than having to wrestle them on the ground.
1: So you don't have like a Sometimes lasso you gotta or do anything? what you gotta do.
0: No, we had one time we had a heifer calf out on pasture, and we couldn't get the calf caught. So we were gonna bring a horse out there to lasso it, but didn't need to do that. I don't remember how we got it. Do you know how to lasso? Normally, normally they go by. Absolutely not. Do you?
1: Do you like lasso cranberries in your free time? Uh, no, but I would like to try. <laughs> that sounds fun. You could probably do it with like floss or something. I <laughs> will try that tomorrow. Just sit there.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Please do. And <laughs> they'll know you really lost your mind. No, cats usually go back pretty quick. I If they are hungry and, like, it's feeding time, if you hold out a bottle, most of the time they'll come. Oh, cute. Uh, oh, what else, what
1: else you got? Up
0: next. A few years ago, I milked almost every day with both of my brothers. We milk in a tie still barn with 42 stalls. There was this one cow named Jazz who hated me. One day I was testing her milk and preparing her for the milker when she decided to poop. Well, my face was there. Um, She fully shit in my ear. My brothers had to help me clean out my ear. Now I, (laughs) I told this girl I I've had I've had cows poop on me a lot, and I've had it like fling into my ear. But I have never had my (sighs) ear shat on. (laughs) It does not come out easy. So I cannot imagine like all of it going in your ear. Yeah, I I oh she was probably like hard of hearing for a while. The cranberries don't poop on you. That's nice. No,
1: I mean, I imagine there there's like a lot of force, so it would just get lodged into a lot of crevices that you don't even know you have in your ear. That's disgusting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it'd be warm. And uh, yeah. Uh, did Did you see that video? This is super disgusting. There is an <laughs> elephant. I, I just saw it going around like on Twitter for like a week or two ago and like one person is holding up the elephant's tail and another person there's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what was wrong with this elephant, but it had like a poop plug in its butt. it was just like a lot, oh, I don't know God. If, like it just got stacked <laughs> together, like all the grass and stuff that it eats. Like, does this happen to cows?
0: Oh, it can happen to calves sometimes. Like they just like the poop is sticky, and then their tail sticks to it.
1: Well, I don't, like that I don't know. No, so there's like an actual. Oh, okay. okay, did you watch SpongeBob? Uh, yeah, but not really. Okay, so there was like this cork of poop. Okay, stuck in this elephant's butt. In this other, Tell me person, someone was
0: not behind them pulling it out.
1: And this person's like tugging on <sighs> this cork of poop. Trend get it out of the elephants but and then it was just like the dam broke and Ah. all this stuff came flying out on this person and uh that's very disgusting
0: (laughs) he had to have known that was gonna happen like
1: I mean he was wearing a pop show so I think he knew it was gonna happen but to like see it happen
0: yeah (laughs) I'm glad I uh, did not have the pleasure of
1: seeing that video. I mean, I'll send it to you later. Great. I I can't wait. Uh, Changing the subject. Um, One of my friends was a Minnesota Vikings cheerleader for a little while. And she sent me a message, which I was a little shocked. She said, first of all, she said, I have an embarrassing farm story. I have an embarrassing farm story while I was cheerleading for your podcast. And I said, yes, bring it on, I get it. Cause it's a joke, like the movie. <laughs> uh. So she was cheerleading and has an
0: embarrassing farm story.
1: Yes. Th- I, I was surprised. Right, okay. I'm ready. So she says there's a dairy festival that is almost more of a county fair that happens in Minnesota where various farms in the community take turns hosting every year. So I'm assuming it's like a dairy breakfast type thing. Um, Her first year on the team, they requested cheerleaders in attendance. She didn't think they'd ever done this uh, event before. So no one really knew what to expect. It was cold as shit that day. And it had been raining on and off, making the farm very muddy. They, of course, showed up in their little short sleeve purple... (laughs) dresses with high heel white bedazzled boots, <laughs> complete with sparkly pom-poms. When the little old lady asked us if we had ever been on a farm before, I think she was genuinely concerned and not trying to be condescending as he froze our asses off in the mud and pouring rain. And uh, she said, I also don't think she believed me when I told her that her grandparents had a hog farm." hog farm. And she said the following year, they volunteered to do it again, though, and they let us go in their warm-ups, but with brand new white tennis shoes. And I told her, I was like, honestly, if I would have seen that on a farm, I would have judged you guys so hard. Could you imagine being at work and just seeing these little...
0: It's like the last place I would expect to see
1: cheerleaders. Yeah, at a dairy breakfast or at a dairy farm in general, like what are you... Go, cows, go. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I, if, that would be embarrassing. I couldn't even imagine.
0: And white shoes. I feel yeah. like that was a one and done kind of deal for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had no idea what to wear when I met you guys at the cow show thing. And so I texted Annalise and I was like, hey, what kind of, what what shoes do I wear in a barn? <laughs> Like, what do, I, what do I wear to this thing? I don't know. She's like, oh, just don't wear sandals or white shoes. So, I mean, I guess. It's not a choice. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's what you get for being a Minnesota cheerleader. <laughs> just kidding. I'm guess sorry. So. That's what you get for
0: living in Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, my next story if you're a man, I don't know, maybe turn your ears off for a little bit, but all right. It goes like this. I have a super embarrassing, but funny story. All right. So, you know, when it's shark week and you hurry out the door in the mornings and you just throw some tampons in your pocket for the day. Right. But what you didn't plan for is it to be raining while you're doing calf chores. So then you're like, okay, I can't live in wet clothes all day. So I'll just put my clothes in the dryer and then I'll be good to go. But you forgot to take out those tampons you put in your pocket in the morning and they end up going through the dryer, which is no big deal if it was a dryer that only you use. Since, or Well, since I work uh, with a lot of Hispanic ladies and in their culture, I do not think that they use tampons or know what they are. So what happened is I let them run through the dryer and the Hispanic ladies went to switch laundry around and fall all, found all of my tampons just falling out of the dryer. <laughs> I was so embarrassed just having. It was so embarrassing having the boss's tampons floating around the dryer. I was just like, "Oh shit, my bad!" and threw them away and played it off like, "Yep, those are mine." (laughs) Oh, just like I I, kind of wonder like what they think we do with them, (laughs) and then she said something about them going in her butt and I'm like they probably think you're so weird
1: (laughs) maybe they just thought that's how it's like her dryer sheets or something helps dry the clothes faster I mean like we have a dryer ball yeah I was gonna say we have dryer balls maybe that's what she thought they were oh gosh
0: too funny yeah, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or if maybe, you know, probably just depends on the person, but if you didn't know what they were, and then they're yeah. probably like, yeah. That's a fun surprise. Uh, <laughs> These aren't
1: towels. <laughs> what the heck? All right. Embarrassing farm story. So our friend says, hey, I have so many pigs. You guys want one to finish raising and butcher for the, f- for the fam? She's like, uh, Yeah. However, we never had pigs at this point in our farm adventures. The guy says, bring a dog kennel. I'll tell you all the things later. So we stupidly brought our largest plastic dog kennel. You know, the big one. We showed up and this is not a piglet. This is at least a 40 to 50 pound pig. They stuff it in the dog kennel in the back of the truck and away they go. They have to go through town to get back home. So of course they stop for food. And then she says, I definitely remember asking if that pig would be okay. He seemed real agitated, but was assured he was fine for 20 minutes while they ate. They ate and got back in the truck and started heading through town. Meanwhile, in the back, the pig is going crazy in that kennel. Just about that time, she says, can it bust out? And the pig busts out of the kennel and it goes loose in the bed of the truck. She's driving and screaming. The husband said, pull over. She does. And the moment she stops to get out of the truck, and the pig hauls ass through the Catholic Church parking lot, gone like lightning speed pig. We aren't local, we're new in town and new farmers. And her husband says, Let's get out of here. And she's like, Let's call the police and tell them, <laughs> and tell them he's all someone will catch. And she doesn't want them to know it's theirs. Flash forward to like two weeks later, they're chatting with a fellow farmer and he's telling a story about how his mom in town called him about pig across. <laughs> The street had a stoplight in front of her and another person who called animal control for a pig in their yard. Anyway, animal control caught it and no one claimed it. She says, yeah, right, like I want to be known for that. So the animal control guy had it butchered for his family. That was a whole embarrassing story and we'd deny it every chance. So.
0: Well, at least the guy got food for his family that caught it. <laughs> yeah. This is a happy ending, right?
1: Except for the pig. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, Hey,
0: at least he had a good story to tell.
1: True. Okay.
0: This next one, I can relate to. I can relate to it a lot. Okay, it goes. So, I went to school in River Falls for college and worked at a jersey farm. For Thanksgiving break, I had this great idea I was going to bring a calf home with me. I had a Chevy Cavalier to endure this <laughs> adventure. And it was a four-plus-hour ride home to northeast Wisconsin. There's your first problem, four, four hours? Oh. I bought a tarp and laid it down in the back seat, and I wanted a dog kennel to put the calf in, but I couldn't find one that would work and didn't want to buy one due to college funds at a low. So the day came, and we, my boss and I at the time, loaded the Jersey bull calf into the car, and away I went. It was a smelly ride home. Thankful for my sunroof at the time. It was good ventilation for the cold November ride home. We got home and he popped up and sold him to the neighbor for beef. His name was Lining. Four hours. That's a long yeah, life. you know he pooped in there for four hours. <laughs> but at least it's a Jersey, so it was really tiny. Got that going for her. Yeah, still. Yeah, if anyone remembers my last um, adventure, I've only done it twice now, I think. Once it was a few years ago, I had bought a, I bought a heifer at uh, our local college sale and she was in labor at, at the sale, which was not my best buy, but whatever. So she had her baby at the sale. I didn't want to take her home while she was in labor. And then I had to, Joey's sitting here judging me because I had his truck. <laughs> so anyways this calf is born and it was October and it was cold out so I didn't want to put it in the back of the trailer because it would be a cold ride home for a newborn calf yeah so it might have might have gone in the backseat of Joey's truck he's he's plotting my murder right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you the seat heaters that. on for him at least no he
0: was he was on the floor oh okay um, and then I just had this last one. <laughs> and then uh this last time we've got like a nice uh box for the bed of our trucks now that hold cattle. We can probably hold four or five calves in the back. Um, but Joey didn't have time to put the box in my truck because he was busy with beans. And it was last Friday, so I wanted to get the calf home before the weekend since I wasn't feeding and I didn't want our calf feeder to have to feed it all weekend. So I was like, oh, I'll just put it in the front seat on the floor because the kids were in the back. I I, you know, I didn't know what else to do. Well, yeah, this was the ogre, like Shrek. <laughs> How did I think he was going to fit in the front seat? So we got him in there and he like spent most of his time with his front half up on the seat and his butt on the bottom. And then every now and then he would like try to stand up and then Sophia would scream because he was like lunging into the back seat so I'm like stiff arming him so that he's not moving yeah I won't do that again but why well, that sounds fun yeah well, yeah I could have done without the screaming I think I traumatized Sophia <laughs> but neither of those pooped in my truck or Pete so we did good did you name that calf yeah his name is Shrek good good call yeah I didn't even, like, I don't, I don't know why I didn't think of that when I was calling him an ogre. And a couple of people are like, if you do not name him Shrek, what, like, what are you even
1: doing? Yeah, because it didn't have to be an S name, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sassy as baby, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. That's funny. I wish I wish I had a video of that. Mm-hmm. I had one on Snapchat,
0: but I, don't, I didn't put it, like, out publicly because Sophia was screaming. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of me, I'm sure,
1: I'm <laughs> like when people do those drive-through petting zoo things, where you get like a bucket of feed. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> There's and always they like stick a their
1: head kick. in the door. The kids always just freak. <laughs> oh those are some of my favorite videos.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been Sophia, except it was in the vehicle. <laughs> Someone had messaged me and was like, "You need to buy a truck." I was like, I do have a truck. (laughs) That's how big this
1: calf is. (laughs) I'm just not using it properly. (laughs) You sent me a picture of its head or something. And I was like, what the heck are you doing in the giant rabbit in your truck? Because all I could see was like white and then the ears. I was like, that's you idiot. That's a cow. What are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They do have those like big, big rabbits that are like the size of a dog. Those are cool. Yeah, you should get one of those. I should, I don't know what I would do with it, but what, what do I'll you add it use, to the
1: list. What do people do with rabbits on farms?
0: I mean, I know that they eat them, but
1: I don't I mean, know
0: what else you do with them.
1: Are they just kind of for like kids to start with? Is that a good starter pet? I don't know. Probably, probably. they seem pretty
0: chill. Well, there you go. Probably like hamster or gerbil.
1: Go big or go home. I don't know. <laughs> okay. We're let's... not
0: going to get you a dog, but we're going to get you this giant bunny.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a fair compromise.
0: I feel like they probably aren't potty trained, though.
1: I think you can. I think you can get like those little pee pad things. You can train them to go on For that. Buddies? But, mm-hmm. oh. That's surprising. Surprising that I know so much about bunnies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, here's another one. She says, "Um, this isn't necessarily a farm confession, but rather an agribusiness confession. In her former job, I worked as a farm reporter for a Midwest farm publication. I worked in Western Wisconsin and had a pretty large territory with farms of all types shapes, sizes, and personalities. By far the most memorable encounter I had in my time with the publication was a story I did on a dairy sheep farmer in northern Wisconsin. Yes, you can milk sheep, and there is a very interesting niche market for the milk, but this isn't the confession. I typed the address to this farm in my GPS and was on my way. As I neared the farm, the area became more and more desolate. I was in the backwoods of Wisconsin now. The main highway had a little traffic, and the closer I got to the farm, the deeper I got into the woods. It was so hard to find the farm from the road, I actually drove right past it. When I finally got turned around, I drove up the narrow driveway to the farm and was greeted with a bit of a terrifying sight. It appeared the day of my interview just so happened to be the day the farmer was butchering chickens. So imagine my absolute shock when I turned into the driveway corner to come to the farmhouse to not only see the farmer holding a large butcher's knife, also a beheaded chicken. To make a long story short, after I was assured I was at the right farm, not in any danger, I find out Mink had gotten out from the neighboring farm and harmed or killed a lot of his chicken flock. So it was an unplanned blip in his day. Ended up being one of the nicest farmers I was able to talk to in my time at the paper and a very interesting story on his dairy sheep flock. Wow. That sounds... (laughs) welcome I oh god I couldn't even imagine I probably would have just turned around and went home (laughs) (laughs) I'm out like have you not watched any movies do you not realize what happens next no one was
0: home when I stopped out so uh we'll just have to go another day (laughs) yeah sorry guys oh yuck I'm just seeing for the first time, so oh boy, are you ready? We're gonna we're gonna get a full reaction here. Yes. All right. This one says, "Growing up on a dairy farm, we had weeks worth of manure storage off the end of our old, off the end of our tie style barn. It was an enclosed room and had insulation board with plywood attached to it as a floor over the top of the pit. One Sunday morning, I was helping my older brother fix one of the brackets that held up the four by sixes that made." A platform for the floor. He instructed me to get some tool for him at the other end of the room. Oh gosh, I know where this <laughs> is going. As I walked <laughs> over one of the insulation boards, I slipped off the four by six and I ended up catching myself on my armpits. It was up past my waist and manure. <laughs> Luckily, my brother was able to pull me out and the auger wasn't turned on at the moment. I proceeded to hose myself off in our milkhouse before I biked home. My mom lives a quarter mile down the road from the farm where I grew up. And my brother now lives there. My brother's only comment was, "You might want to shower if you're planning on going to church." <laughs> Heartfelt love, right there. Ooh, Ew. yeah. She's lucky the auger wasn't on. That would have been yeah. bad news, but that was probably stingy.
1: I'm glad I don't have to deal with stuff A like that. Little swimmy swim. <laughs> speaking of uh. speaking, of yuck. Here's one about oatmeal raisin cookies. Make sure that when you want to make something that you're using the correct recipe. Oof, been there. I wanted to make oatmeal raisin cookies the other day for the guys. And my mom said the recipe was on the back of the butterscotch chip bag. Interesting. That doesn't make sense. I didn't think anything of it until I had all the ingredients no, in the bowl that none of them were oatmeal. Come to find out I was using a butterscotch walnut bar recipe. <laughs>
0: So I decided
1: to try to make cookies out of the batter that was sitting in front of me. Needless to say, it was a bad life choice and the cookies I was hoping to have were crisp burnt pancakes and the raisins looked like lumps of coal. I had my mom call me then because I don't know what to do with the mess I had. And she said to try and make bars. So I found a pan and made them into bars and I would hope to have a happy ending but those are a slight disaster with having extra burnt edges, but the middle turned out perfect. That sounds like all of my experiences in the kitchen, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> sure that wasn't a secret story from you. <laughs> I'm sure my mom probably submitted it for me. I tried making instant pudding once and I screwed it up. I think I put in milk instead of water, or water instead of milk. It doesn't turn out that way. I think you're supposed to use milk. I think I must use one or the other, the one that you're not supposed to use. This one made me laugh. Okay. Here it goes.
0: My mom and I were getting a cow-calf pair out of the barn. Thinking this mama cow is just nice and all, we proceeded into the pen and began to coax them out. It's in that moment that she turned on us. I have pretty decent survival instincts, but my mom does not. As I'm trying to climb the fence, she is literally pulling on my belt, trying to pull me down. (laughs) Both of us are screaming and laughing in complete fear while corn shucks are flying everywhere. (laughs) When we realized the corn shucks had stopped flying, we turned around to find that she had spared us the pain of an angry mom that trampled and ran herself and the cap out of the pen. Like, as I'm reading it, I'm just picturing this. The mom's probably like, if I've died here, you're coming with me. <laughs> Don't you climb over that fence.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be scary. No, I remember you. one
0: time I was, oh, I was, <laughs> I was in a pasture. Uh, I think I was just trying to get a halter on one of my heifers that I was showing, and there was a heifer in heat or something, and it tried to jump me. And I remember I like kind of went to my knees. My mom's on the other side of the fence, and I like I can just remember she was just screaming like, "Get out! Get out!" And I was like, "I you know you don't know what to do. You're just like uh, yeah, like a cow you know on top of me." But uh, I don't I don't even remember what happened. So that was a terrible story. I clearly I made it out alive. It's not like they're hurting you. they just gonna. I'm say hello in a friendly way.
1: What's the uh <laughs> what's like the scariest thing that's happened to you out there? Like have you had any scary incidents? Yeah, um I think the scariest thing
0: was when I was younger, we had a cow at the farm that I used to show on. Um she was a nightmare and she There was just certain people she didn't like she's kind of mean all around but she left everyone be but i was one of those people that she absolutely hated like she would see you and she would come for you um so i remember one time i was in uh this pen that had like it was an open lot and then it had i don't know six or seven stalls in it and there was one time i was in the pen and she had cornered me into like a corner stall. So I had, I mean, I had nowhere to go and she started lunging at me. Thankfully the farmer was there and she just started beating the shit out of her to like get her off me so I could get out. Well, then the same cow, I don't think it was in the same year. It was probably, I don't know, a couple years later. I was in the freestyle barn. She was milking at this point and um, she pinned me up against a post and was headbutting my chest and thankfully like one of my yeah it was terrifying <laughs> uh one of the girls I was with was there and like I got out and then my dad came over and stuff and I I wasn't terrible like I think I was more scared when that happened um and then like a week passed and she definitely like bruised a lot of ribs and stuff and then I had to go to the ER because like it was weird after like a week I felt like I couldn't breathe So then I'm like, oh gosh, do I have like a rib sticking in something, you know, something that it shouldn't be. And uh, I went to the doctor and they couldn't find anything. So they were like, well, you probably just bruised a bunch of ribs. So that was the scariest thing. But when I uh, got word that she died, it was a good day. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I'm going to have hamburgers tonight. (laughs)
0: Uh, she was just a witch. But like to other people, she was she wasn't that bad. So
1: I mean that kind of sounds like my cat. We really don't have
0: (laughs) my cat was like that too. Well, she was like she was a great cat, and then when we moved, as I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade, we moved and that she just she didn't like that and she was just a bitch the rest of the time that she was alive.
1: Yeah. I've moved with Winnie like four different times now she's been, she's been around. And once we moved into this house that we're in now, she has been like a completely different cat. She's so mellow. Like she used to okay. hate Dan and now they're kind of friends. <laughs> it's good. Do you I'm think happy. it's because you're like working closer to home? So your homework, either that, or I think there's a lot more windows that she can kind of look out of when we leave all of our windows open. Cause we don't really have neighbors out here. So She can sit and watch the birds and stuff. Good kitty. Cute. Um, I think those are all the stories I had. Did you have any more? I think, I do
0: believe there was one or two more. Uh, This one's short and sweet, but kind of hilarious. Uh, So it says I was tinkling outside, you know, like the natural girls tend to do. And the neighbor dog walks his dog, Or wow! And the neighbor walks his dog (laughs) along the fence line to see you behind the barn. (laughs) And she said it was like eight a.m. I didn't feel like running back to the house. Barn? No, haven't cleaned it yet. So the grass behind the barn looks perfect. Looking out into the woods behind our property line. Nope, damn neighbor. Roosters didn't even warn me. (laughs) Those traitors. I just nodded and waved. He was horrified. (laughs) I'm not sure how this farm girl's moon didn't blind him. <laughs> and then I asked her if, like, she had seen him again since that happened. And yeah. then She said that just happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. So I'm If he, yeah, uh, if he walks his dog anytime.
1: <laughs> oh, so, so funny. <laughs> yeah. How do you recover? from that, do you like go over and bring them a casserole or something and be like, hey, or do you like go get them some moon sorry, pies? <laughs> That'd
0: probably be a better option. Thanks, like, yeah, sorry. If you said a sad story, just go get them some moon pies. Let us know how it works. <laughs> uh, um, All right, I have one more to, to finish us out. Uh, I went to work early one morning. I did the milking. Everything was fine. Then the vet came to dehorn some calves. My boss asked me to help him, so I did. I've done it many times before, so no big deal. When I... Well, I was in a rush, and I didn't eat before work, so I ended up passing out after helping. My boss still jokes about it, and it's been, like, five years.
1: (laughs) That'd be awful. Oh, no.
0: I feel like if the vet was out, they were probably burning horns. I don't know if you've ever smelled that smell. (laughs) It's not like burning hair, essentially. Um, So yeah, I feel like the fact that there was no food in the tummy and then smelling that probably led to the passing
1: out. So um, growing up, I had terrible teeth. Terrible. Like actual shark teeth. (laughs) So my mouth, my teeth are big, if you haven't noticed. I got pretty big teeth. My mouth is... Very small for my teeth and they just didn't fit. So, when my teeth were coming in, I had like rows of teeth. So, like, I had teeth growing out of the roof of my mouth like a shark. So, (sighs) that's a different story, but I had to go in for a surgery one day because this tooth was coming in the roof of my mouth and they had to like cut my bone and like burn the flesh off and then cut this tooth out of the roof of my mouth. So I I would imagine that's kind of what burning horn would smell like is burning flesh and bone.
0: <laughs> it mainly it's burning hair because oh. they're like burning around it. It's it's not that invasive. But fun fact, I actually had an extra tooth in the roof of my mouth too. Did you <laughs> Yeah, they like they I don't know they took it out when I got my wisdom teeth out. Oh, lucky! It was wild. Yeah,
1: when I was no in... when you dehorn. Oh, go, you ahead. go
0: ahead. I can I can educate later.
1: <laughs> oh, I was just gonna tell a tooth story. When I was in third grade, I had nine teeth pulled at one time. So literally all I um, had left were just my two front teeth and the rest are just gum. <laughs> I honestly look like a beaver, a chipmunk, whatever. How, how did you eat? Um, I bite with my front teeth. I still do. And chew with my molars like a horse. Oh, okay. Yeah, just. <laughs> uh, but well, the fun thing was like- I could take like carrots and just stick them through my holes. <laughs> at least you had fun with it. Yeah. I mean, what else can you do? That's probably why I have, that's probably why I laugh at everything. I was scarred as a child and that's my only way of coping is by laughing. <laughs> uh,
0: Who needs therapy?
1: If we have forward farming to solve these problems. Tell me more. <laughs>
0: How did it make you feel? Well, at first I
1: was pretty bummed. <laughs> anyway,
0: and you figured it. okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, okay. So dehorning. There's like different ways you can dehorn calves. Um, so we used to burn them off, where you you um, basically use a, a burner, and it's got like a little ring that you like get hot. And then you just put that over the horn bud um, and you turn it and you leave it on until you get like a little copper ring. But then that basically prohibits the horn from growing anymore. Like you kill off the, I think the nerves and stuff so that the horn can't grow. Um, So that's one way we used to do it that way. We switched to paste, which I like a lot better. So for the paste, it's just a caustic paste and you just shave their head around the horn bud. And then you just take like, uh, I don't know, you make like a quarter size circle with the paste over the horn bud. And what that does is kind of essentially burns down to the nerve so that that horn bud can't grow. Um, so that way is a lot, I feel like it's a lot less invasive for the calves. Like it, they don't miss a beat when you do it, especially when you do it young. Whereas burning, usually the first feeding after you burn off, they are just not super excited. So I definitely like paste a lot better. Um, and then if you wait too long, you can't paste or burn, and then you have to cut them off, which is not a great experience. Uh every now and then our paste doesn't work. So when the calves are like three, four months old, the vet has to cut it off. Um, and then basically they just take like a Oh, i don't even know how to describe it they cut it off
1: and then like with a shears type thing like a hedge uh, trimmer
0: it's like kind of like a hedge well yeah kind of it's really hard to describe like you put the there's like a hole again you put it over the horn oh. and then you pull you know pull both sides and then it so I'll, it's I'll like, a, it like a like a
1: Corkscrew, like when you open a bottle of wine and oh, you pull yeah. it down.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, that's how it moves. And then, yeah, it
1: just cuts the horn off. That was hard to describe. So if if you let their horns go, do they go out and up? Or do they go just straight out? They usually go like like this (laughs) so kind of like
0: out and up cut it depends on the breed too because some of them are longer like I mean you've seen Texas longhorns yeah they go like that like dairy breeds if you let them go aren't going to be that long um but that's just that's a lot of danger that you're putting yourself into um so we actually We do horn everything and then we use a lot of pole genetics too. Um, So over the years, polled genetics have kind of been more uh, popular. And then that means like when the calf is born, they're polled, so they don't even have the horns coming through. A lot of beef breeds are already polled. Maybe all of them, I don't really know. But so anytime we use Angus semen in our uh, cows, nine times out of 10, they're polled, which is really nice. You don't have to dehorn them, but yeah, if they've got horns, especially like with our setups and stuff, they obviously could be dangerous to themselves and us and other cows. And then they get stuck in like the free stalls and the head, you know, head gates and stuff like that. So it's just more of a safety precaution to take them off.
1: So male and female cows get horns. It's not just a male thing, like with deer. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be
0: screwy if does had antlers too yeah
1: do, I, do you have balls can i shoot you <laughs> just turn around real quick let me see what you're working with <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that would be wild <laughs> yeah i've never really thought about it like that hmm. that's what i'm here for <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting and I wonder like if the males grow bigger than the females I don't know I don't think so
1: I, I really don't know yeah because like Texas longhorns like both bulls and cows <laughs> like <laughs> house heifers yeah yeah they yeah, both, I
0: think they both have them
1: interesting so I mean, if you guys want, like cows yeah if you guys know the answer to this please let us know. I'm gonna be up all night thinking about it.
0: I know like um who am I thinking of that has jerseys she a couple jerseys and they've still got their horns and they're really not that long which I think is different too like if they're on a pasture and they you know they're not you're not like with a lot of them they're probably fine with them and then I know um Mel and Ben at Unconventional Acres they've got Scottish mm-hmm. Highlanders and they all they've got their Horns yet, too. I think it depends on the
1: breed and their temperament
0: and stuff like that. But because,
1: like, with, mm. with those, they just grind them down, right? So they don't have a point at least. Or do they like uh, I don't know. Because there's someone Maybe. that I follow. That makes sense. I think she has like a Texas longhorn type bull. And they have to, I don't know if they cut their horns down like every year or something. <laughs> Or, like, round them and grind them down. Because I think the nerves, the nerve stops at some point, kind of like a dog's finger, like the nail. So I think they just trim down to like the nerve and then let it grow again until it gets too. I don't know. If you
0: know, tell us. (laughs) That would make sense, though.
1: Yeah.
0: It's interesting. I don't know. We just, we take them off. We don't deal with it.
1: (laughs) Probably for the best. Yeah.
0: I think uh, too, like just over time, it'll become more and more pulled genetics. So there's probably going to be a time where we won't even have to worry about horns, which will be nice.
1: Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah. Cranberries don't have horns either. So we're safe. That's probably good. Human, like, if they
0: had, like, thorns or something, you'd get that'd be terrible.
1: Uh it would. Well, I'm all out of stories. What about you? Uh, me too for tonight, actually. Doesn't happen often, but tonight, I am. I'm just tired tonight. <laughs> if you couldn't there, tell. I don't know if we had any... <laughs> <laughs>
0: This was hilarious. I was really looking forward to recording it.
1: Me too. This was fun. Thank you guys for sending in your stories. We got a couple laughs have out to of it. will do it again.
0: Yes. Definitely. I was just looking. I don't think we have any new reviews. God darn it, you
1: guys. I mean, you made up for it by sending us fun stories. But next week. That's true. Next week, you got to send them in. And next week, don't yeah. forget, we'll post about it later, but don't forget that we are going to attempt to do an Instagram live while we record our next episode. And if you have some spooky farm stories that you want to share with us, send them over. we am going to be doing a lot of research this week. And we are going to be doing our best to bring you very spooky content just in time for Halloween. Can't wait. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay, I to well, work
0: on some spooky stories. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I
1: have any, but I'll figure it out. I got a couple, A couple good ones, but you're gonna have to wait till next week to find out. <laughs> I suppose.
0: All right, guys. Uh, if you're not following us on Instagram yet, we're Well, we're on Instagram and Facebook at Ford Farming Podcast. And then on Instagram, we are at Cranberry Chats and at Farming with the Hilbies, And I guess we're on Facebook too, but
1: there's as often.
0: Yeah, I don't post very often on Facebook. Um, Um, If you have not left us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate it on Apple Podcasts. I don't think you can do rating and reviews on
1: any other any other platform i don't i don't know but if you can if you know more than we do you can also find us on spotify stitcher and amazon music yes you can (laughs) all right guys we are gonna pass out here pretty soon
0: (laughs) yeah as i say we're going to
1: bed now (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for listening hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week bye